episode 336 of the Dr. Day, the new podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with Tara Okay, we're going to talk about episode 3 of Horror of Fang Rock. As we backtrack a little bit before our last scene, and then immediately after the screaming happens, they, Dr. and Leela run downstairs to, to check, and they find... No one down in the boiler room, and the door is open. Bob is coming in. So they go out searching, thinking that Reuben has, has gone outside. Back upstairs in the crew room, um, Palmerdale and Skinsale are bickering a bit. Adelaide gets hysterical that they're trapped there, and then... Palmerdale says, well, once we're stuck here, we should work together. And Skinsale says, well, that's just because you want, hoping that everyone else will die before you. And then, so they argue a bit more. Harker decides to go down and look for the doctor and goes into the boiler room looking about, calls out the door to the doctor and Leela. And then he sees Reuben come in from another doorway and he's in a trance and he's mumbling to himself and he just walks past him and starts going upstairs. Up in the, uh, in the, with the light, um, the light comes on again. Vince sees the light start working. Um, Reuben heads up farther up the stairs. Um, Palmerdale is going out to take a look around. Um, Skinsale says he will follow and uh, he will, he just goes out after him to find out what he's up to. Um, the doctor and Leela return. Harker tells, uh, tells him that Reuben was just there. And the doctor says, well, mean he was just here he seemed fine and then he the doctor goes on about a something he thinks he's worked out about the electrical nature of the creatures they're dealing with Reuben has gone up to his rooms and uh, doesn't doesn't answer when the doctor knocks on his door we see inside his room, he's just standing in his trance and he kind of starts glowing a green color. Still just standing there. The doctor sends Leela to tell Harker to keep the boiler pressure up. Palmerdale makes it up to the lighthouse uh, bulb room and um, he talks to Vince and tries to bribe Vince to send a telegraph for him. Skinsale overhears from partway down the stairs. Outside the lighthouse, on the wall of the building, we see a green, the green jelly blobby fish creature is climbing up the walls. The doctor comes upstairs to the light room and interrupts uh, Vince and Palmerdale. Palmerdale actually has stepped outside to not be discovered by the doctor. 
because he's outside walking around uh, while the doctor and Vince talk. There's uh, more fog and it's colder and he's looking over the railing and there's a green glow and then some tentacles pop over his shoulders and there's an electrical flashing. He's being electrocuted or somehow attacked. Skinsale comes back and tries to tell Adelaide how what a crook her boss is. Um, and she says, how can you say that about him? I'm going to go off and tell him that, what you said. Leela, meanwhile, has grabbed a sledgehammer from the boiler room and has gone upstairs to try to, to threaten Reuben that she's going to smash down his door if he doesn't open it. Um, he's still inside, still glowing. The doctor tells Vince to uh, keep the sound up. He's going to have Harker keep the boiler room going and stay up there and attend his duty. Adele comes upstairs, hysterical, to try to find Palmerdale, and the doctor orders her back down to the crew room. Vince heads out onto the balcony to fetch Palmerdale and sees that he's gone. Doctor comes back and um, wants a wants Harker to search for Palmerdale because they, they don't know where he's gone to off to. Doctor addresses Skinsale and Dell and says how she's, she, he says uh, he does not believe that there is a um, ghostly creature out there that is preying upon the lighthouse keepers but he does believe that there is a hostile alien about and it wants to destroy them. Vince calls on the, the phone. The, what do you call that? Uh, like I can't remember what that's called. Like a hose type phone. Um, it kind of siren whistles in and the doctor listens through um, and tells the doctor that he thinks Palmerdale fell over from the gantry around the light. Adelaide screams at the, this news and Leela slaps her for being hysterical. The doctor then tells Leela to uh, stay with Adelaide and he gets uh, Skinsale and Harker, uh, not Harker, Skinsale at least. <coughs> Excuse me. Doctor uh, skin sale to go and look for Palmerdale. Um, if he really has fallen over the edge, they probably should go find him. So Adele says how she it was all her fault. She told her boss they shouldn't come because her her psychic had told her that there was tragedy ahead. And goes on and on about this. And uh, Leela says that she once consulted uh, their shaman. And she has learned from the doctor that it is better to believe in science. Well, the, the doctor and the other men have found Palmerdale and they bring his corpse inside. And Adelaide thinks Skinsale was involved. And he, he admits that he followed Palmerdale to find out what he was up to, what his intentions were. And when he discovered that, 
the doctors start continues with the story and fills in. He says, so you came back down here and you broke the telegraph so that he couldn't rat you out. He couldn't tell on you. And so now you've left us helpless without a means to contact anyone outside the lighthouse. Adele still suspects Skinsale. Harker down in the boiler room encounters Reuben. Says, oh, there you are, ship shipmate or something like that. And Reuben looks at him and has this weird grin on his face. The doctor is musing about how maybe these aliens, they could, because they seem to like the cold, um, they could use heat to their advantage. And Vince rings that the um, pressure has fallen in the boiler and the alarm will not sound. So Doctor and Lila rush off to the boiler room to find that Harker is dead. So they look around and they find Reuben is dead outside. And the doctor says, well, he's in rigor mortis. He's been dead for hours. And Lila says, well, that's not possible. He was standing in his room. And the doctor says, yes, it might be a case of lycanthropy. No, lycanthropy. I'm not quite sure how that fits in there, but that's what he says. And that Lycanthropy is werewolfism. Yeah. He's talking about being able to change shape. Okay. I was just thinking, how would that apply to Ruben? Although I don't think it's shape changing as much as it is body hopping. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Didn't seem to fit when he said it. So. <laughs> um, but the doctor says, well, you know, he's been concerned about locking the, the danger out, but he fears that now he's locked it in with them. And we end. What a long episode of nothing. Yeah. Oh, I say nothing. Right. It was actually a long episode of having to listen to the woman scream. Yeah, I was going to say my, the best part was that Lila slapped her. Lila slapped her, yeah. Stop Out of doubt. To try to stop her from being hysterical. Didn't work, but more than a couple seconds, but she tried. Kristen told the next event. Yeah. It's just such an over-the-top scream. I know they're going for the gothic horror here, but it, it, the scream is just out of place. It's not just a, a gasp, a surprise it, and shock and, uh, at this terrible event. It's a full-out scream. Really? <laughs> it just really doesn't seem to fit. And I got tired of hearing of it, hearing it like three times. She screams at something. Something like that, yeah. But she doesn't want to go up to the room to try to get some rest. Oh, by myself? Like, yeah, because we don't want to be around you either. <laughs> we're hoping you die. Yeah, we're kind of hoping you're next, I think, is what they're thinking. But let's see. What do we learn? Well, we learn that they can climb the walls. We still don't know what they are. No. Three episodes in. No, still We've no We've only name. seen it for a grand total of about ten seconds. And the production notes say what they are. but um, Right. So we know, but watching it without that, you wouldn't know what the alien was. Um, 
and we still don't really know very much about it except that it seems to like to um, do experiments on people so they did a post-mortem like on the first guy who on Ben who had died so they could find out about the species um, sounds familiar from all the UFO shows we watched um, but yeah I don't think we really learned much of anything mm -hmm. no it's really a mediocre episode they're, they're the fog and the gothic um, suspense can only take them so far and they've it's stretched to the point where beyond the point where it, it's useful right where it's it's any part of the story now it's just there you can't just rely on it to do to keep up the suspense we need more than that uh, the production notes just uh, documenting how they wanted to do a gothic story or a haunting type story and they had done kind of done a Frankenstein type uh, story with well they said robot yeah um, which well, because kind robot, of fits robots the monster created by a mad scientist right that goes berserk right we also had brain of Morbius that kind of fit in with the Build your own Shelley vibe. Build your own body. Yeah. Um. And so they they didn't they put this one off and they thought well you know we had the Frankenstein is too Dracula. Um. And I'm not seeing the f I mean there there's a little bit of the like I said the gothic suspense that you find in. Bram Stoker's Dracula and one thing they didn't mention at least I don't think they think I saw it if they did but the um, person that goes to Transylvania to meet Dracula is Harker is Jonathan Harker I think and that's we have a Harker yeah I think that's intentional yes they do that I imagine a lot. I was surprised that the notes did not mention it yes for us um, when they were talking about the Dracula aspect but yeah so yes Jonathan Harker was the, uh, the British um, like a lawyer I think who had to go and, and talk about the settlement of the accounts or that type of thing when he find, when he does meet the count so um, <coughs> I think they they mentioned doing much research on lighthouses and how they should look inside so it looks like they they did their diligence in trying to figure out what the set should look like they, they look pretty good yes the sets are fine better probably than usual yeah but that doesn't make up for not having much story uh -uh. to go with it you've got the sets in the atmosphere you just don't have the story to go with it yeah there's no real humor from the doctor in it either 
which I guess they probably didn't want because they want to keep the gothic gloominess. Um, but we don't even find out that much about the doctor, little bits. He rambles kind of to himself about how the creatures are have a bit of an electric field, but they're trying to balance their thermal energies and goes on, but people aren't really listening to him either. And, and at this point, I find it hard to even listen to him because I don't really care about anything in the story. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad problem this episode's going to have. It's yeah. just not interesting. Yeah, it's really bad that we seen the alien for more like you said not more than 10 seconds over two episodes and we only have three. one left three episodes oh did we see it in the first one I yeah thought, oh yeah i thought we didn't even see it until so. the second one no maybe you're right i don't remember now i thought we saw it in the first one but maybe not um then we don't even know what they're called We barely know what they look like. No, no. Like a big green basketball with tentacles hanging from it that glows. That can somehow climb. Or float. Not sure which they mean for it to be doing. Um, vampires can fly. Can change to a bat and fly. In Dracula, anyway. And, uh, so maybe that's why the doctor went by at the, at the end the shape-shifting instead he meant, like you said to take over somebody so it's getting to be kind of more of a mishmash of gothic ideas rather than going with one thing right and not enough of a thing. So I guess maybe they're supposed to be, maybe they're taking the electronic impulses of the people as a vampire would. A vampire that happens to be like a um, octopus or a squid with tentacles (laughs) instead of fangs. (laughs) Something like that. The tentacles suck the, the life force. Your life energy. The life energy. Hence the electrical field. Yeah. Instead of uh, fighting. Want to suck your energy. Um, want to suck your electricity. Instead of your blood. And that just makes me think of Schoolhouse Rock. They do that thing about electricity. Oh. Is that maybe you're going to say Sesame Street for count? Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Especially Um, with the new Muppets movie coming. Yes, I'm really excited for that. For me, it makes me think of Count Dracula. Yeah, I never saw it. Dracula very much. Ah, vegetarian vampire duck. Weird, but interesting. 
Not as good as Danger Mouse, but I liked Count Dracula too. Um, yeah, I guess we find out more of the conflict between the, the three visitors. But really, but we, do we care? No. That's the real we problem. Don't. We don't really, I don't really care to help any of them. And the doctor is very um, authoritative to them and Well, he kind of has to be. Yeah, tells them, you know, you stay right here. Nobody's leaving here and uh, yeah, he has to because they're acting like idiots. Or children. Children, yeah, hysterical children. Yeah, for Adele's part, Adelaide's part. That was my abbreviation. It was Adele. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So they try and interest us in their political or financial machinations that they're involved in, but we really don't know that much about it. Nor do we care. So that was the most information I think we had. Yeah, and they still haven't really told us what it was. No. Just that the one guy would lose his honor. Yes. It's this alluding to that, to this problem, and alluding to this um, creature that just makes me want to shake somebody. It's like, would you just tell me? Yeah, show, don't tell. Yeah. They forget that. Especially, it's Robert Holmes again. You'd think he'd know better by now, but nope. Mm -hmm. Did you have anything else? <laughs> no, there's nothing in the episode. Yeah. There's nothing to it. They follow what's his name in his at the beginning in his long walk up to his room. Uh huh. The Renfield guy, but I don't know. I can't remember what his name is. Reuben. Reuben. Reuben Renfield. Yeah, That's good. he's basically the Renfield. He's the first victim to be taken over. To be taken over. Yes. And apparently acts as the harbinger for whatever. Mm hmm. Whatever's to come. We follow him for the first couple of minutes just walking up to his room with nothing else happening. Mm -hmm. I thought so we start the episode with this time wasting. I thought he was going up to the light room to Vince, you know, maybe. Or that Vince would be in trouble or in danger. If it had ended up that anybody was in danger, that might have helped. Yeah, but for him just to go up to his room and then start glowing, really? Why? That hasn't been explained at all. We didn't see the other ones do that. Except because he was the one taken over. That's my guess, is that he was, because he was hosting. Those were the disco lights of, from his party. <laughs> okay. They turn green for St. Patrick's Day? Sure. Okay. No, I really don't have anything else. It was a terrible episode. 
silver ending. So we're just kind of ending on a kind of a dramatic statement that oh, we may have locked the danger in with us. Okay. It really took him that long to think of that? Yeah. And Jamie, we're kind of heading towards like the idea of maybe the thing, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. locking's, you know, the shapeshifter now, and you don't know who it is, and it could be any of them, and uh, they're kind of suspecting one another a little bit anyway. At least the guests are. Well, you do get that locked room mystery thing going on. Yeah. Which is probably for the time period they're trying to portray not uncommon. Right. In film and literature set then. So, I, I hope there's blood. Get some sense of drama back. So this kind of inflated sense of story that's just not there. Yeah. Since we only have one episode to wrap it up, but find out exactly what what the thread is before we end. That'd be good. I, I suspect we'll find that out, but I'm I'm not convinced that there will be much in the way of plot in the last episode. Yeah, because I don't know. It's kind of late now. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, we'll get the revelation of what that creature is. And maybe what their plan is. And then the doctor's going to defeat them. <laughs> yeah. So, I, there's just not going to be that much time for anything else. Maybe by, I don't know, use aiming the light at them? Who knows? I suspect that's going to be part of it, because there has to be a reason the, the light keeps cutting out. Yeah. Fry the little green globs of electricity. It'll probably turn out they're the ones doing it. Um, because you can't, like, hose them down or slow them out because they're semi-aquatic creatures. Yeah, they're amphibious. Amphibious. So, so now they're... But there's only one more. What's that? <laughs> Good news. There's yeah, only, there's one, only more. one more. So, anything else? No, just how unfortunate it is that I dislike this story so much. Yeah. It's been a really long time since I've had one that, since we watched one that I've really not enjoyed very much at all. And it has been a struggle to get through. Yeah. But this is one. Yeah, like you said, we only have one more part. And I guess that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Okay. So join us then when we talk about part four of Horror of Fang Rock. Such as it is. Yes, there's no... Not much horror. No. Honestly, very little Fang Rock. It's more of the lighthouse. Yeah. But anyway, 
join us there and thank you for listening